Hi, welcome to my latest podcast. This is my second podcast on project management tools. In particular, I'd like to talk about Kanban boards. If the name's not familiar to you, a Kanban board is an excellent tool for managing a dynamic environment such as a startup. Once the planning is done, possibly using a tool such as work breakdown structures, which we talked about last week, then you need to manage the task and check how you are progressing. A Kanban board can help you to do this. Kanban was developed by Toyota. It's attributed to Taichi Ohono. Um, my apologies to anybody from Japan because I've almost thought, certainly pronounced that incorrectly. Since Japan had very few resources, it needed to develop lean manufacturing techniques to be able to compete with the USA and other countries. Kanban was simply just a card that described the work that needed to be done and it followed the work around the factory floor. One of the things about Kanban that made it different, in particular to the large-scale manufacturing techniques which were used at the time in the USA, is that Kanban is a pull system and not a push system. There was a clear limit to how many items could be generated or worked on by any one team at a time. And if the backlog got to be too big, then they needed to stop and find out where the problem was, why the next team was not pulling their work out. The idea behind this was to make sure that work is flowing through the whole process. If work is piling up in one spot, then the whole team, or in the case of uh, Toyota, the whole factory floor needed to get together and find out what the issue was and sort the problem out. So what does a Kanban board look like? Well, it depends quite a lot on what you need. Here on the screen, I've put a fairly basic board together. On the far left, you have a backlog. This is simply a list of all the tasks that you want to get done. The next one is the task to do. You would need to break the work down into set periods of time so that, you, so that your to-do column is all the things that you're going to do either this week, this month. Doing is particularly helpful if you have a team. If there are a team of people, then you don't want to leave things on the to-do board while somebody's working on it, because somebody else may come along and pick up that task and start doing it, so you will have duplicated the work that's being done. So if, if something has been moved into the doing column, then somebody's working on it, so anybody who is now free needs to pick a different task from the to-do column. Once things have been completed, then they move on to the done column. Finally, we need to be able to say that we're verified. Now, this one may apply to you or it may not. If you're working on a lean startup method where we need to verify it in, front, in a customer environment to make sure that it's completed, then your definition of done and your definition of verified may be two different things. Done may just be that it's just been technically coded, it's working, it's gone through the individual test, but first when it's been verified in a customer environment, does it actually reach the stage of verified? In a different environment, you may decide that done means that it's actually been tested and verified by the customer, 
So you might not need the verified board. It depends on what your definition of done is. So these boards can be adapted as you need them. Personally, I prefer to have my backlog not on the board itself. I prefer to keep it in my work breakdown structure or whatever other tool that I'm using for tracking the tasks that need to be done to complete the whole project. But I would definitely move things into my to-do column on a regular schedule. So once a week, once a month, my tasks would go into the to-do column. If I'm working on my own, then clearly I don't need a doing column. But if I'm working as part of a part of a team, then we will definitely have a, have a doing column. Done and verified depends very much on the environment that I'm currently involved in working with. If it's a purely technical solution and it just needs to be proven to the customer, then done is probably sufficient and we'll do the customer checking as a final stage at the end. For most of us working here in a startup environment, that's not actually the, the most useful approach. Um, we'll want to do a customer check on each service or in each major increment that, that we have managed to complete. And so having a verified column is also very useful. And clearly then, we want to make sure that there can only be so many tasks in the done column before we decide, okay, good, we have enough and now they need to be verified. So you just need to adjust the Kanban board so that it works for the environment and the project management tracking that you have in front of you. Okay, that's it. Thanks very much for your time today. I hope you found this very quick introduction to Kanban boards and how they can be used in a startup environment useful. If you would like me to keep you up to date on all my courses, special offers, and of course my latest podcast, please request my info mail. You can request my info mail at the bottom of my homepage at growthforstartups.com. Speak to you next week. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.